This is the weekly Bible lesson from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, Plainfield, New Jersey, the United States of America. This is the lesson for Sunday, January 23rd, 2022. Subject Truth Golden Text James Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Responsive Reading Psalms Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree, planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar, in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. The Bible Isaiah Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Incline your ear and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, 
and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Matthew and Luke The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside. And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he spake by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away, because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And other fell on good ground, and sprang up and bare fruit an hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil, and taketh away the word out of their hearts lest they should believe and be saved. They on the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, which for a while believe, and in time of temptation fall away. And that which fell among thorns are they which, when they have heard, go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life, and bring no fruit to perfection? But that on the good ground are they which, in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it, and bring forth fruit, with patience. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs, and becometh a tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. Another parable spake he unto them, The kingdom of heaven is like unto leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, till the whole was leavened. All these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in parables, and without a parable 
spake he not unto them. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. Then he called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And they departed and went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Second Corinthians He which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. Now he that ministereth seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food, and multiply your seed sown, and increase the fruits of your righteousness, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causeth through us thanksgiving to God. First Peter Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that, whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors. For so is the will of God that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrariwise blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called that ye should inherit a blessing. 
I shall now read correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Christian Science Brings to Light Truth and Its Supremacy, Universal Harmony, The Entireness of God, Good, and the Nothingness of Evil. It is easier to desire truth than to rid oneself of error. Mortals may seek the understanding of Christian science, but they will not be able to glean from Christian science the facts of being without striving for them. This strife consists in the endeavor to forsake error of every kind and to possess no other consciousness but good. The habitual struggle to be always good is unceasing prayer. Its motives are made manifest in the blessings they bring, blessings which, even if not acknowledged in audible words, attest our worthiness to be partakers of love. Simply asking that we may love God will never make us love Him. But the longing to be better and holier, expressed in daily watchfulness and in striving to assimilate more of the divine character, will mould and fashion us anew until we awake in His likeness. We reach the science of Christianity through demonstration of the divine nature. In order to apprehend more, we must put into practice what we already know. We must recollect that truth is demonstrable when understood, and that good is not understood until demonstrated. A human perception of divine science, however limited, must be correct in order to be science and subject to demonstration. A germ of infinite truth, though least in the kingdom of heaven, is the higher hope on earth, but it will be rejected and reviled until God prepares the soil for the seed. That which when sown bears immortal fruit enriches mankind only when it is understood. The spiritual sense of truth must be gained before truth can be understood. This sense is assimilated only as we are honest, unselfish, loving, and meek. In the soil of an honest and good heart, the seed must be sown, else it beareth not much fruit, 
for the swinish element in human nature uproots it. The seed of truth and the seed of error, of belief and of understanding, yea, the seed of spirit and the seed of matter, are the wheat and tares which time will separate, the one to be burned, the other to be garnered into heavenly places. To divest thought of false trusts and material evidences, in order that the spiritual facts of being may appear, this is the great attainment by means of which we shall sweep away the false and give place to the true. Stick to the truth of being in contradistinction to the error that life, substance or intelligence can be in matter. Plead with an honest conviction of truth and a clear perception of the unchanging, unerring and certain effect of divine science. Then, if your fidelity is half equal to the truth of your plea, you will heal the sick. Truth is affirmative and confers harmony. All metaphysical logic is inspired by this simple rule of truth, which governs all reality. By the truthful arguments you employ, and especially by the spirit of truth and love which you entertain, you will heal the sick. Include moral as well as physical belief in your efforts to destroy error. Cast out all manner of evil. Preach the gospel to every creature. Speak the truth to every form of error. Tumors, ulcers, tubercles, inflammation, pain, deformed joints, are waking dream shadows, dark images of mortal thought, which flee before the light of truth. Your true course is to destroy the foe and leave the field to God, life, truth and love, remembering that God and his ideas alone are real and harmonious. If your patient from any cause suffers a relapse, meet the cause mentally and courageously, knowing that there can be no reaction in truth. Neither disease itself, sin, nor fear has the power to cause disease or a relapse. Disease has no intelligence with which to move itself about or to change itself from one form to another. 
If disease moves, mind, not matter, moves it. Therefore, be sure that you move it off. Meet every adverse circumstance as its master. The legitimate and only possible action of truth is the production of harmony. Truth casts out all evils and materialistic methods with the actual spiritual law. The law which gives sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, voice to the dumb, feet to the lame. In the sacred sanctuary of truth are voices of solemn import, but we heed them not. It is only when the so-called pleasures and pains of sense pass away in our lives that we find unquestionable signs of the burial of error and the resurrection to spiritual life. Ask yourself, am I living the life that approaches the supreme good? Am I demonstrating the healing power of truth and love? If so, then the way will grow brighter unto the perfect day. Your fruits will prove what the understanding of God brings to man. The purpose and motive to live aright can be gained now. This point one, you have started as you should. You have begun at the numeration table of Christian science, and nothing but wrong intention can hinder your advancement. Working and praying with true motives, your Father will open the way. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? I will now read The Three Daily Duties by Mary Baker Eddy as given in the Church Manual. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day. Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life and love be established in me and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A rule for motives and acts. Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, Divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love 
in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counselling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to duty. It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy Christian Scientists Be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you either when asleep or when awake. Thank you for listening. This Bible lesson is prepared by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of scriptural quotations from the King James Bible and correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com.